and welcome to Sorry Went Viral, all about the stories that are setting social media alight and the people behind the popular posts. I'm Tim. And I'm Hannah. And as ever, we kick off with what's gone viral over the last week or so. And as uh, many people around the world, rugby fans in particular, or sports fans in general, will know the Rugby World Cup is uh, still taking place in France at the moment. Thousands and thousands of fans from all over the world, particularly those with easy access to France, have been... Um, have been heading over there basically to support their team and generally get on the lash. Why wouldn't you, eh? Um, and so uh, this first story was absolutely brilliant. So this was, um, I think it was an interview on, it was an interview on Talk Sport, mm. um, basically a vox pop with uh, a Scottish rugby fan. Um, and um, we can discuss it afterwards, but have a listen to what he had to say in his experience. Like, if Scotland fans... Oh, one if, loser draw, I'm getting pushed. One loser draw, I'm getting bluttered. I'm getting bluttered, big So that's, that is, that's the advice for any Scotland fan annoyed about the World Cup draw? We don't care if we one loser draw. What the hell do we care? Because we only know there's going to be a show and the Bonnie Scotland will be there. I think it's fair to say he's been enjoying himself uh, <laughs> in France. Um... <laughs> Now, as you say, yeah, you said it was um, on TalkSport and then um, a guy called Greg Anderson uh, posted it on his Twitter. It's been seen over <laughs> six million times, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> what, makes the story, that's all right. what makes the story even better is that um, despite everyone looking for this guy, he's still not being found. Which makes so, it better because it's kind of like funny and he's obviously said, you know, himself, he's like, he's been on the lash for five weeks. Uh, he's been getting bluted. Never even heard of that word before. <laughs> it's amazing what you can learn. Um, but it, so it makes it better in that, like, this guy is just still this elusive kind of like Scott, Scott right, running around France. But what makes it slightly nerve wracking is that he's still missing. As in, you'd think that someone would have like tapped him on the shoulder by now in a wine cellar in like Chablis or wherever he is and just gone, uh, uh, you know, you want to kind of like emerge and reveal yourself to everyone, not literally, but you know what I mean. Um, and I don't know, I'm just worried that he's a bit lost in France because Scotland are out of the Rugby World Cup. We're just down to the fight. We're just down to the final now, aren't we? Mm. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, I think the final is next on the, at the weekend. It's uh, New Zealand, South Africa, all black South Africa. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll show up there. <laughs> maybe he'll manage to get a ticket. Who knows? But I'm a bit, I do fear a bit for random guys' I, safety. I think, you know what? He doesn't care. He's just <laughs> on the back, going from, you know, as he says there, from wine cellar to wine cellar, watching rugby with his mates. And he yeah. doesn't want the attention and fair play to him. Maybe he's got a family as well. And they've told him to bloody well get home. So you know, <laughs> five weeks. But anyway. Anyway, anyway, um, on to another sport then. Yeah, so from rugby to football. Um, and it was your England, area fine. A bit more my area. Um, <laughs> not my area of what happened to poor Matthew Stadlin, though. He's a, he's a radio podcast presenter. Yeah. He, went, he was going to Wembley to watch the game, um, and he had a little accident. He somehow, I don't know how, walked into a canal. And well, he says, he, didn't he say he thought it was grass? He thought it was a patch of grass or something. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty gross. But he, what, what was the game? He was going to an England game, right? England, mm. England Australia. Um, I didn't even know it was happening, to be honest. Maybe that's just because I live in Twickenham, so more rugby in my, in my neck of the woods. Um, but, yeah, he did post about it, didn't he? Which you, we don't really get so much these days. <laughs> no, I love this. It's old school Twitter. Um, I mean, you know, tweeting about a really embarrassing incident and looking at the picture, if you can see on the video feed, if you're if you're if you're watching us, um, you can see it's disgusting algae. 
Um, and what makes it worse? So this video, actually, this that, that post was seen two million times. And of course, Twitter being Twitter, people saying proof for it didn't happen. So yeah. he posted a picture of himself covered in God knows what. Makes it even worse. Um, but but he, he didn't stop. He didn't stop there, though. He then he like he carried been... on going to the game instead of like going home and maybe having a wash. He went to the game and then posted a picture. I think of his. I think we, hopefully you can see it now of um, his view from his seats. And just said, you know, like uh, a bit cold and a bit, a bit smelly. <laughs> he did. Um, he did say he did buy an England shirt um, to change into. But still, I mean, God, just been sat in a cold with your trousers covered in algae and God knows what for two hours watching a. I think it was a one nil game. Pretty boring. Oh, right. Fun, but uh, <laughs> you know, I love it. Just documenting, you know, accidents and things that are happening. But, and presumably two, so two million views on that post, original post at least, um, and that's I, I don't know. Presumably, quite a few more the more followers than he's got. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it did it did properly go viral. So um, yeah, maybe he's um held back from kind of like following up on the story now let's hope he's had a wash since then Matthew cool yeah. let us know let us know come on the show <laughs> <laughs> next up I love this story um so obviously we've seen there's quite a few uh content creators who are twins but yeah what really makes this for me is is there's a facial reaction so the the two twins uh pair of twins Ali and Emily uh, I think they're from Canada, trying to work out. They talk about Tim Hortons and uh, some of their posts are in French, so put two and two together. So they played a prank on one of their boyfriends. Uh, let's show you it. Meditate, let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all, y'all. Can you practice what you... So, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. We don't know if this was poor Ali or Amelie's boyfriend here, um, but he seems completely none the wiser. And as you say, it's the facial expressions, the look on their faces of like, you know, how long can they keep this going for? I think it was like, you know, for the last 15 minutes, my sister's been sitting in pretending she's me. Um, but 26 million times uh, this has been seen on TikTok. And what I think is, is equally uh, sort of amazing about it is that it's only nine seconds or something like that, less than 10 seconds, the actual clip. And as you say, this isn't the first time that, you know, it's not a, that much of a novelty act to kind of like the idea of twins playing, identical twins playing pranks on 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 people. Um, but it's, it, 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 as you say, it's just, it's it's so um, fun and funny in its simplicity. Uh, and I love it. And I think they've done really well with it. So yeah, 26 million times. Poor guy as well. <laughs> I did watch it more than once because as you um, said, fake that reaction the guy looking completely innocuous and and the sister just looking back going, oh my god what have we done <laughs> uh right so we're moving on now to this is um a food vlog this is a lovely story really so luke mm. foods is um a, a real name luke collins uh, i think we think he's from K kentucky so it's yeah. very kind of like you know this lovely young guy who posts about does like food reviews and stuff like that on tiktok and he got um, a hell of, he's got nearly half a million followers anyway, um, but he went viral uh, for trying Indian food for the first time. Um, so take a look at this. Now let's try this buttered chicken for the very first time. Now they didn't give me a fork or nothing. So thankfully I had a fork in my car, but yeah. Holy crap. This might be the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. Okay, let me chill out. This chicken is 
like it's like liquid it just melts in your mouth okay i like i like how the um guy who posted this on twitter where it went really viral a guy called diabolical spuds calls it so wholesome yeah and it kind of is you know his his meal i think it's onion bhaji butter chicken and uh, naan garlic naan pretty, basic. pretty bland my, pretty bland my, for a first timer to be honest <laughs> Uh, but I love how he just sounds so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, um, imagine if he'd had a vindaloo. My goodness. <laughs> We'd have blown his head off. <laughs> indeed. Um, he, so this video, as I said, it was seen on Twitter 37 million times, believe it or not, 11 million times on TikTok. Um, but it's just something about, about, it's just so kind of natural. It's not kind of like some TikTokers who are putting on an act. He just seems genuinely just moved by how amazing Indian food is. Yeah, and you said as well that it wasn't, it went more viral when it was posted by someone else as well, which is a kind of a trend with, you know, that happens quite a lot, doesn't it? Like it wouldn't necessarily be the original content creator who gets, who goes viral. Mm. I so, think yeah. it's still, still, everyone's a winner from it. Uh, yeah. It's a lovely piece. So do follow him on TikTok, Luke's Foods. Next, um, believe it or not, it's coming up to a lot of people now realizing they've spent a decade on YouTube creating content and this one um content creator called molly thompson has done a video on behalf of youtube just reflecting back on her decade uh and just take a look about what she said about how it's changed her life but i felt like i just didn't really know what i was doing i didn't really know what i enjoyed but i had this passion to just create videos for myself to be able to watch back one day but let me tell you when you're 14 and you start a youtube channel at school it doesn't always go down too well with other people i've been thinking about a lot over the last year is just how grateful i am the past molly stuck that out because it led me here living in melbourne with my boyfriend purely off the back of this youtube channel there's nothing else there is no other factor that has come into play everything that i have done in my life since leaving school i've been able to do because of youtube so yeah molly was just 13 when she started posting videos on youtube um, but it's just, as she said, changed her life. She's now living in Melbourne, changed from doing um, unboxing videos of iPhone 7s to now, you know, travel vlogs. Um, but, you know, she talks about how difficult it is. And it must have been really difficult at school, both from a jealousy point of view, but also sometimes a bit of gentle mocking from friends. Um, and that's kind of, you know, this era now of People being brought up and, you know, I used to like write comics and things like that as a kid or do fancy football. And now people recording themselves, but then having this kind of uh, all being captured permanently, I mm. suppose, until you delete it. Uh, and it's difficult for some children or some young adults now on um, reflecting back on what they said and done at that time. Yeah, I mean, she's only, well, 23, I guess now, um, if she started when she was 13. Um, so yeah, I mean, as you say, it's I mean, well done YouTube in a way for for allowing what is a very honest um, ad as well, marking ten years, and um, because she talks, as you say, about the highs and the lows of it, of it all. Um, and but she's got a nice a nice life, we hope now. But her her life very much under a spotlight, self imposed, but a spotlight, which is what so many kids these days, young people these days, um, either choose to have or or just have because of the glare of social media in general. So um yeah a very interesting and you know happy birthday i suppose to youtube <laughs> what do we say happy birthday let's go with that <laughs> this story i absolutely love i don't know if it's whether because i used to do work in education um 
but also it's just as we talked before it's about cute kids in video doing lovely things uh, but it's actually the teacher who's responsible for it all um this is a woman called uh sonia white and she's a teacher in dallas texas and what she's done is documented taking her grade uh, first grade students who are basically six to seven year olds uh, on a journey to mexico all from the safety and security of their classroom let's mm -hmm. take a look where are we going today mexico did you bring where some you stuff that bag? Uh, to oh, you're going to Mexico. Good morning. Good morning. Where are you going? Mexico. To and now I turn into Superwoman. I'm going to change my classroom into an airplane. I found a video on YouTube that they're going to watch to make us feel like we're in the air. They have passports. They have boarding passes. And of course, we are flying Southwest Airlines. I'm going to give each young adult their passport and their airline ticket because no mommies are allowed to go. And I'm going to match their little passports up to their faces to make sure they are who they say they are. So now I'm a TSA agent. They are going to board the aircraft and get ready for takeoff. 40 million views for this on Twitter. And the actual full-length video, I mean, you should go and check it out, um, is, 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 is a bit longer than what we've been able to show. But essentially, she does from kind of like they have to pack a bag beforehand to get ready for their trip. So they come in, they came into school with their bags packed. They're all issued with boarding passes and passports as well. Then they get onto the plane, which is, and she sort of set up this kind of like, um, a, you know, a all the chairs lined up with a, I think she found lots of videos on YouTube as well of like a plane taking off and landing. And then she goes and acts as a kind of like crew, ho you know, air hostess, who's kind of like going up and down and giving them snacks as well whilst they're on the plane. And some of the kids are kind of shaking. So it's like a bit of a rough landing. It was just so immersive and so wonderful for them. And then I think they also get like cash or something like that, like money and like pesos to, to actually go and like buy buy things when they're there from the gift shop when they arrive in Mexico. And then some of the parents had then, I don't know if they're of Mexican origin, but they had like um, prepared a load of um, uh, Mexican food as well for their for their lunch as well. So, I mean, just what an incredibly kind of like wonderful thing. Like, you know, and so many people have commented, commented on this, as I said, 40 million views um, on Twitter. But a wonderful thing that those kids will never, ever forget. Um, you always remember like maybe like one teacher in particular. And I think Sonia is going to be right up there with Teacher of the Year Award for sure. And also it's all about bringing aware awareness. It's um, Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, so okay. she's sort of done it with a with that sort of theme in mind as well. And it just sort of the mind boggles when you think of all the other things that could be done, you know, in in our classrooms as well, all across the world, not just in America. Um, I mean, our teachers are so under pressure, underpaid, un, you know, overworked, all the rest of it at the moment. But she's clearly having a ball and the kids are clearly loving it as well. So, yeah, well done her. And I'm sure she'll get recognised for, for all of her efforts. Yeah, as you said, I think she is already just seeing the amount of views both on Twitter and TikTok for her, her work. As you said, the just the attention to detail and the efforts gone into it. What I think is great as well is, um, you know, I think we kind of assume that every kid's been on a plane and a flight yeah. to somewhere. But actually, that may be one the case, but also the responsibility they have to have their passports and their boarding passes, maybe a bit more responsibility than they've been used to on, say, family holidays or yeah. when on the plane I think that's just great experience for them and really great way of learning as well about the cultural um heritage uh, yeah it's a lovely lovely video
and we're hoping we're, we're going to try and if we can speak to Sonia. Sonia, if you're watching or listening, then we would love to talk to you about this because this isn't the first foray that she's had into using kind of her TikTok and social media in general to kind of document things. Presumably, you have to get a hell of a lot of consent forms signed <laughs> from from parents as well to to, to feature stuff that's going on in the classroom. Um, but yeah, we you know it's it's really lovely to see someone who's so dedicated to their profession, their vocation, and then um, sharing it with with everyone else. We would love to hear and speak uh, speak to Sonia if we can down the line. And finally, it's time for the timeline cleanser. And this, again, doesn't let you down. <laughs> this is a great story um, that was spotted on Reddit that's gone really crazy on Reddit. Um, this is under a thread called uh, Reddit thread called Humans Being Bros. Great <laughs> name. Um, and we don't know much about this video, but it seems to be of a neighbour uh, filming uh, on a neighbour's doorbell cam just of another neighbour uh, coming over and bringing some food. Let's show you the footage. Hey, here's a little treat for you. All right, and you just make them or just them? made them yesterday. All right, uh, just got them out of the smoker today. Cool. Yeah, by God, it's got a little cheese to it. Cook one up when you're watching football. That's my homie. Going up right now, having it supper. Yeah, I, I, I clean up. I cleaned my entryway out. It was a disaster. Yeah, here. yeah. But you, no, if you're having this supper, well, that'd be a treat for you. Yeah. You know, I just made them Sunday and. Uh, and I've got them smoked today, and you're going to get some, I got some sticks over in the freezer for you, and some summers on it too, buddy. Cool. Cook up a few of them for you and the boy, and yeah, have a yeah, nice meal. Appreciate it. And you know, i got about 100 pounds in the car, so let me know when they're gone, I'll fix okay. you some more. And you. I want to tell you, thank you for being such a beautiful neighbor. No God bless you. So this uh, post, as you say, on Reddit is entitled, I don't know what his house is worth, but living next to this wonderful dude is priceless. I can't quite work out from the video what exactly the food is but anyway it's obviously like gratefully appreciated and received um and what just yeah really nice generous guy you know there's so much crap and bad in the world at the moment that we all know about and so when you see good you should sort of shout about it from the rooftops i think and it's just a, a very understated kind thing to do indeed and it's a lovely way to finish this week's show thank you for watching or for listening uh, we'll be back next week um again we'll be posting the clips uh, the highlights of the show on social media platforms uh with the links to the content creators so you can check out the rest of their work and we'll see you next week thanks bye bye